Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. But let's talk to Elliot Shore Parks right now. Of course, you can react and weigh in on, on everything A.J. Brown said, what you've heard. If you haven't heard it all, we're going to play near all of it coming up again in just a couple of minutes here. Let's get Elliot Shore Parks. He's about to head out to the NFL Combine, which is a great opportunity for the Eagles and the other teams to try to bolster their squads for next year and beyond. Elliot about to take off, and he's brought to us right now uh, by Colonial Hyundai. It's uh, triple rebates only at Colonial Hyundai this month. Shop 24-7 at ColonialHyundai.com. Colonial Hyundai, the faster, easier, better way to buy a Hyundai. Elliot Shore Parks. Good morning, Elliot. Hey, what's going on? How you guys doing? Quite a bit, my man. So let's start with AJ. And we're going to be almost all AJ this whole interview here. What was your biggest takeaway, Elliot, from what you heard from AJ Brown with Jack and Ike on Friday? Yeah, I mean, there's so many. Uh, it's hard to know where to start. I guess, I guess I would say that one thing that's really stuck with me since he called in, listening back to it, thinking about it, is this team, and, and I'll start with AJ here, is really filled with people that do not, like, leave their job at the office, right? You hear Howie talk a lot about signing Eagles, guys that really care. Like, think about Nick Sirianni. He doesn't seem like someone that leaves a Novacare and stops thinking about football. And I think with AJ, what you heard in that call was he is someone that is thinking about this all the time. And I think that's a positive in a lot of ways. But I also think a negative of that can be he is very tuned in on what people are saying all the time about him, right? And I can only imagine – how overwhelming that must be, you know, because especially with how that season ended, it probably feels extremely negative for him right now. I mean, there was a lot of reporting last week uh, that I'd imagine unfairly, I'll say, AJ got attached to. He's someone that is clearly online and, like, listens to content about the Eagles. So one thing that came across to me was I think his perception of, like, of how he's viewed by the city is maybe not fully correct. Like I know he feels misunderstood and I think in some ways that's true, but I don't think the city has a negative view of AJ. And I think one thing that came across there was, you know, he feels misunderstood. I think the majority of fan base and media like thinks very highly of AJ. So I agree with you entirely on that, Elliot. Let's, let's talk about the, the early answer he gave on, on Jalen hurts where he referenced rumors being quote, total BS. Um, but then pivoted to, but I, I, and this is the exact quote, quote, I'm not going to get into me and his relationship on the air. It struck me as a convoluted answer that frankly created additional confusion and will lead to additional speculation. What did you make of that answer? Well, first, let's just call it what it is. Like, I think that last week for AJ, when Craig Carton said what he said, AJ caught a lot of shrapnel from that right a lot of people spec fully just completely speculating aj was involved with that so i would imagine last week aj probably 
a lot on like social media or whatever, saw himself tagged into Craig Hart and tweet, uh, tweet, heard about it, like all those things, right? So I would imagine when he talked about, when he was asked about Jalen, that's what that's what's on his mind. And look, it is unfair, right? Like Craig Carton said something, didn't have anything to really like explain what it was. And I think AJ got a lot of, you know, it was involved in that. So I think that's unfair. In terms of the relationship with Jalen and it being complicated, I, I like in terms of, you know, him saying you don't want to get into it. I'd imagine it was complicated last year. This is a team that lost six of their last seven games. It was clearly an ugly locker room. I think, you know, everyone has heard that players have talked about it. So I don't see any way where that didn't carry over to any relationship in that field. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that, you know, when it comes to friendship, like it's complicated. I can't sit here and say they are friends or they are not friends. But, yeah, I think his answer probably, you know, gave a little bit of insight into what was probably a complicated and ugly final, like, six weeks inside of the Novacare. Elliot, what's the likelihood that AJ's uh, interview will have the impact, make a difference the way that he'd hoped? Well, I think it depends what he's hoping for. Um, I mean, if, if AJ thinks that by calling in, like, the Eagles are going to be discussed positively, I don't think that's going to happen. Like, the, the, nothing is going to change with his Eagles team until they travel to Brazil and get a win. Like, you know, training camp, people will be excited and all those things. But ultimately, people are still really, really upset, and rightfully so, about how the season ended. So there is nothing they can do. No, no, not, you know, everything's going to be viewed in a negative light until then. So if AJ's hope is that, you know, the team won't be discussed negatively, like they brought this on themselves in terms of the ending of, of that season. Now, if, if his hope is he can be better understood, like I think every time AJ talks, it works well for him. He had that press conference at the end of the season that I thought was really good. I thought calling in on Friday worked out really well for him. Like if he feels misunderstood, I would encourage him to talk more because I feel like every time he talks, he has smart points to say, and I think he comes across really well. So, you know, maybe that would help him in terms of not being as much misunderstood. Elliot, I agree with you a million percent there. And, you know, this was a quote from him in, in the conversation on Friday. He said, talking about when he stopped talking down the stretch of the season, you know, to the media, he said, quote, I thought not talking was the best thing for the team. And my opinion then and now is he was wrong to hold that opinion. I think it actually hurt the team. Because it, it, it led to rampant speculation. I just and yeah. I admire his I admire his um, desire to try to help. I think it actually had the inverse effect. Yeah, and I think there's definitely people inside of the Novacare that that agree with that, right? And I, you know, the whole him not talking to the media thing, and he said it's because of uh, you know he didn't want to talk because I think he said something like, "Look now how it's going." Bottom line is he said initially. He didn't have anything nice to say. And then at one point he said it was not about the media. So now maybe him, him explaining, you know, like him explaining how, why he was upset. Look, if he feels that would have been misinterpreted, that's one thing. But he did not talk, at least according to his own words, like because of the media, he was upset about how things were going. So, you know, I, I think that, again, every time he talks, he explains it well. He makes good points. So I don't think not talking for those two weeks was a good call. And to act like that wasn't a big deal. I, I think it's silly. Like when one of the faces of the franchise isn't talking out of anger for two weeks, like how, how else is that supposed to be perceived and discussed? Yep. Well, that's, that's the question. Like how much anger uh, and dysfunction are we talking about here with these players? And then Fletcher Cox, uh, how, how does he factor in? Was he the defense's perspective? Was he the old head guy perspective? You know, the, I have so many questions uh, that yeah. probably are, are, are really difficult to answer uh, for, for you, Elliot. But uh, Fletcher yeah, I mean, Cox, I, I, 
How? What's your perception of how he fits? Yeah, I would just say, like, this reminds me a lot about the discussion after the 2020 season, how dysfunctional mm. the Eagles were, how, you know, there was an article in The Athletic about how no one liked working for Howie and all these, like, inner working dynamics, how no one got along. Carson and Doug didn't talk for a few weeks. And I don't think it's a coincidence that that, that, that offseason happened after what was probably the last really super disappointing Eagles season. I think when, when there's losing, and I think one thing AJ is right about this, is like it is different in Philadelphia. I would imagine when they lost in Tennessee, it was not that big of a deal, frankly. Right? If the Eagles lose one game, it's a big deal, let alone how it was in 2020 and the collapse at the end of this season. So we could probably go through every player or every coach on the roster and say, like, you know, were they happy with how things ended or how were their dynamics with their whether it be a coach or a front office person or a teammate, I think it was just a really ugly ending of the season for everybody involved. And when, and when you're in Philly, that gets... Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. You know, magnified. Elliot Shore Parks with us here on WIP. Uh, again, we're going to play the vast majority of that A.J. Brown interview uh, and, and break it down sort of question by question uh, and answer by answer coming up here shortly uh, this segment. Elliot, let's talk about a few other things. You're about to fly out to the Combine. Obviously, Eagles Brass, I would assume, is already there. Um, what? Give us just the lay of the land, the Combine, how many days this year, and, and what's uh, what's on the Eagles' agenda, so to speak? Yeah. So the Combine's about a week. Um, Nick Sirianni and Howie Roseman will talk tomorrow to the media at around 1.30. So obviously a lot to ask them, a lot to get into. Um, in terms of the Combine, I know it's viewed as a draft event, and it is. Obviously a lot of the draft prospects will be there. They'll meet with draft guys. But what the Combine really is is a chance for all the GMs, all the agents, all the head coaches – to be in one place in a small city, like a compact environment. And this is where things happen. Like I remember last year being in Indianapolis, walking by and Jason Kelsey was there because he was recording stuff for his pod. But that's also where, you know, they found out he was going to come back. I think this week, one thing that they're really going to have to figure out is the Hassan Reddick thing. Like I'm sure Reddick's agent is going to be there. He'll be able to talk to all the teams around the league. So uh, while it's a draft event, I think a lot of what will happen over the next five days is things that don't involve the draft, and the Eagles will make a lot of decisions with big guys on the roster that will really shape next year. Hey, Elliot, how, how much do you uh, work on the questions uh, for this uh, 
tomorrow, the, the press conference that you've got with Howie, a massive opportunity to learn all these yeah. things. How much do you put into that? Yeah, put it, what do you want to ask him, basically? Yeah, well, it's, you know, I, it's something I've been thinking about, something I'll think about today and tomorrow. Like, there's so many things that, I, you know, I think the Hassan Reddick thing, like I just mentioned, is certainly a major point for Howie. Uh, he has not talked about it. It's just been reported that Hassan, um, you know, is willing, is, is allowed to speak a trade. So hearing him talk about that will be important. I also think with Nick, and I'll, you know, I'll welcome feedback on this. I kind of think it's another good opportunity for him to explain, like, how his role has changed. I think that when he, he last talked and, you know, was asked, what do you do as a head coach? You know, his mm-hmm. answer is probably one that he would want back, and maybe he didn't explain it well. I do think now with a few weeks and maybe with the, the you know, kind of temperature going down a little, like just hearing him explain how he feels things are differently, I, uh, are different from last year, I think is an important question. So, yeah, a lot to get to for sure. All right, Elliot, final thing here. I saw over the weekend the NFL came out with the numbers for the salary cap. I don't know how much of this you've been able to digest yet, but the yeah. salary cap has risen $30 million, which is the biggest jump in NFL history. Um, it goes to $255 million for this upcoming season. Do you have an early read on the implications for the Eagles? Obviously, it's all relatable to the other teams. What that salary cap information means from an Eagles standpoint? Yeah, I think the, the short thing everyone should know is the Eagles have enough money to do literally whatever they want. In all my years covering the team, I've never seen them have this much salary cap space, especially you consider Kevin Byard as someone they're probably they're going to move on from or have take a massive pay cut. Hassan Reddick, if he's either traded or extended, that'll open up a ton of cap room. So I think by the time all is said and done, and this is, you know, a rough, a rough estimate, they could have up to $60 million or $55 million to spend. And with the way they structure deals, I mean, you could literally sign probably every single top free agent out there. And obviously you have to extend the money, but they have a lot of assets to work with in terms of draft picks and cap space, where this is a big week to like figure out what you can do with that. Cause they have, a ton of money to spend. But the other teams have a ton of money to spend also, right? Yeah, for sure. But the, the difference is you have to have that money to spend. So you're right. Other teams have money. But what the Eagles have is, A, I think they're one of the premier franchises in the league. I think you see that in terms of where free agents go. Yep. But also the way they structure contracts, I think they're better at it than most teams. So when all the teams have money, the Eagles are good at structuring it in a way where it benefits the player. Elliot, have a great trip. We'll obviously talk to you a couple times this week with you out there at the Combine. Thanks, buddy. Yep, sounds good. Talk to Thanks, you All right. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.